Hello everyone, welcome to our summer mini workshop. I am Christy Horsch. I am so grateful that you've decided to join us today. For those who don't know me, I am the owner of Behold. It's a small business that helps women, as St. Paul says in Ephesians 4.1, to live their life worthy of the call they have received. I do this work through free resources like this workshop and my podcast. I also have a paid membership group for those who want to go more in depth into these concepts. And I will talk more about that at the end of the workshop. I have been married for almost 17 years. I have five daughters and a baby on the way this summer. We live on a small farm in rural Kansas and life coaching is one of my very favorite things to do. Today, we are going to talk about summer. I just released a summer survival packet, which you can find along with this video, and I hope that you'll take a look at it. There are a lot of great tools in there to help you plan and love your summer, and you can find it under the downloads on this page. There are some things we're going to be talking about in this workshop that are in that workbook, and there's other things in that workbook that we're not even going to touch on in this workshop, so make sure you check it out. But before we get into all of that, let's start with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Come and fill our hearts, fill our minds, fill our time together today. Lord, you have called us to motherhood. And we know it's a gift, but at times it can feel difficult, overwhelming. We can feel stuck in the season that we're in trapped. So we turn to you, Lord. We place our eyes on you because our only way to freedom is through your light and through your truth. Because we're, in all honesty, we're not looking for freedom from motherhood. We're looking for freedom from the pain. We know that you created motherhood as a gift. So please show us how to accept it, embrace it, and embrace this beautiful summer we have ahead of us. Help all that we do this summer to bring you glory. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right. Let's talk about summer as a mom. Now, I help moms in all stages. I help moms who are brand new to motherhood and moms who are great grandmas and everyone in between. This particular workshop is going to mostly focus on moms with kids who are at home, but you are more than welcome to listen in because I think there are some good tidbits no matter which stage that you're in. Summer is an interesting season because we have a lot of expectations for summer. We've spent the last nine months doing the school thing. If that's in a school or homeschool, we have had not a nine month routine. And honestly, we're probably ready for the break. We remember how it felt to be a kid with summer approaching. We remember the joy and magic of our summers growing up. Maybe it was hours of uninterrupted play, the beach, picnics, the park, the zoo, family vacations. Now as adults, we feel the excitement and anticipation, but we also may find a sneaky feeling of dread. We think, what is that doing there? Why am I dreading this? So let's take a look. First of all, our brains love routine. We are wired that way. 
We love habits and routines because it's very easy for our brain to be on autopilot. God did such a good job of designing our brains. They're an amazing tool, but they are just that, a tool. They're not the entirety of who we are. So we have to treat our brains as the tools they are rather than the authority over who we are. Our brain, the tool, is designed to keep us safe, to protect us. So our brain likes routine because routine is safe and predictable. We did this yesterday and the day before with minimal discomfort. We have evidence that the routine is safe. It works for us. We're still alive. Our brain likes that. But then we say, yes, brain, we had a good school routine for nine months. Now we're going to stop that for three months. Our brain panics. This is new. This is not safe. Our brain tries to find a way out. We're filled with dread because our brain tells us that this new must be dangerous. Even if we love summer and there's a part of us that is really excited about it, our brain may still try to tell us to feel apprehensive about the new season. I'm a mindset life coach and part of mindset work is that we become very aware of our thoughts and what our brain is trying to do. In other words, we're becoming aware of the brain as a tool, how it functions and how we can help it to function in a way that best serves us to meet our ultimate goal, which is heaven. By becoming aware that summer might make our brains panic, we can begin to reframe how we look at summer. We can talk to ourselves about summer with love and compassion. Oh brain, I know summer is a new season, but we've had summers every year of our lives. They aren't scary, they're enjoyable. Then you can show your brain the evidence of the enjoyment of all the good times. But we all know that summer as a mom isn't always easy. Someone has to make the food for the barbecue. Someone has to pack for vacation. Someone has to wash all that camping gear afterwards. Someone has to respond when the kids whine about being bored or ask for their millionth snack of the day. Usually, that someone is us. So what do we do? First, we recognize that summer is a season. It's not forever. It has a distinct beginning and also a distinct ending. We can show our brain, this will not last. The interesting thing about seasons is that our brain doesn't remember everything. I have a podcast episode about seasons recently. If you want to learn a little more, go a little more in depth. I think it's episode 53. But our brain does remember how we start the season, how we end the season, and a few highlights in between. So we're going to make a plan for summer. There is a worksheet in your summer survival packet about the seasons. First, you're going to choose a priority or a goal for the summer. You're going to write it down. This will be the focus of your summer. This is what you can come back to when you aren't sure what you're going to do or where you're going to go. You can also plan a beginning of the summer and an end of the summer activity. It doesn't have to be splashy, but it can, it can be if you want water to be involved. It can be simple like donuts for breakfast or meeting friends at the park or going to the zoo. And then you can sprinkle a few other memorable activities throughout the summer. This doesn't mean daily. You're a mom, not a cruise director. The kids are going to remember the highlight reel anyway. Recognizing this, accepting this, helps to take some of the pressure off. Once you have your plan, 
You can start focusing on your day-to-day. This means looking at how you want your summer days to go. This means putting some plans into place and focusing on your mindset. It also means taking good care of yourself throughout the whole process. So what exactly is mindset work? Mindset work is a tool that we use to bring awareness to what is going on in our brain. From a place of awareness, we can recognize when something isn't what we want it to be and change it. We acknowledge that our thoughts lead to our results. This is important, so I'm going to say it again. Our thoughts create our results. You see, we all have circumstances. Our circumstances are neutral. These are the things that are happening. It's our reality. It's the life that God gave us. But God also gave us the free will to think any way that we want about the circumstance. So we are presented with a circumstance and then we have a thought. This thought will produce an emotion. That emotion will lead us to an action or maybe to an inaction. And that action or inaction will get us a result. Therefore, if we follow the chain through, our thoughts create our results. We see evidence of this throughout the Bible. And if you want to learn more about the biblical roots of managing your thoughts, please check out episode 50 of the Behold podcast. Knowing that our thoughts create our results, we can start to get curious about our thoughts related to our daily summer life. Let's take the example of summer snacks. We all know what I'm talking about. Kids are constantly wanting to eat. They're asking for snacks all of the time. This is your circumstance. Circumstances are always neutral. We have to take our emotion and subjective tendencies out of it. So the circumstance here is simply, kids ask for a snack. You could even include an actual number. You could say, it is 11 a.m. and the kids have asked for their fifth snack of the day. In your packet, you're going to see a mindset page to help you write, write through this. Writing it down is so powerful because when a thought is in our brain, it feels true. It feels absolute. It feels powerful. And when we write it down, we can recognize that a thought is actually just a sentence. And it's easy to change a sentence. When we write it down, we write down our thought, our feeling, our action, our result. And when we're done, we want it in that order, but you can start anywhere that you want. You can start with your feeling, you can start with your action, you can start with the result, but we want at the end for it to be thought, feeling, action, result. Sometimes it is easier to jump around though because our thoughts come so quickly, we aren't always aware of the thought before we're aware of the feeling even though we know that the thought actually did precede the feeling. For ease, we're gonna go through this example in order, okay? The circumstance is that the kids have asked for their fifth snack of the day, and we have a thought. This is just the thought that pops into our head as soon as it happens. We think, they shouldn't be asking for more food. When we think that, we feel frustrated, or maybe impatient, or we feel like there's just something wrong here. From those feelings, we might yell, we might get agitated, we might lose our cool, we might go and cry, because how are we going to do this all summer? We buffer. Buffering is when we do something that helps us to avoid our feelings. Rather than feeling those painful feelings, that frustration, the anger building up, we'd rather go eat something ourselves, scroll on our phone, 
do some shopping. We all have our own buffers, the things that we like to do to avoid our feelings. So once we do those actions, our result is that we feel disconnected from the kids. We feel trapped by our circumstance. We're overwhelmed that we have this whole summer in front of us. Instead, later, we can take a look at the situation and reframe it. We can write out what our unintentional model, that's what just happened. Okay, we call it an unintentional model because it's where our brain just goes without putting any intention into it. Okay, then we can look at the thought. In this case, our unintentional thought was they shouldn't be asking for more food. First of all, is this true? We know that this is a common thing for kids to do. They ask for food when they're hungry or bored or tired or upset or thirsty or transitioning or just wanting to be entertained. This is completely normal kid behavior. If you haven't established any set rules around snacks, asking for snacks and food, your kids might not even recognize that they were crossing a line. When we look at it this way, we can see that our thought isn't true. Of course they should be asking. It's normal behavior for a kid to ask. And we haven't set any boundary around it. Now that we've recognized that our thought was not true, we can get intentional. In this case, we can first decide if we want to put a boundary in place. We can decide snack time is at 10 a.m. and 3 p.m. and no other time. We can sit the kids down and kindly tell them that this is now the rule in our house. We can make exceptions to the rule, like we can say, your snack time is at 10 and 3, but you are always welcome to eat carrots. I will make sure we have carrots all summer long. You're welcome to eat carrots. Then we can tell them, if you ask for a snack outside of snack time, I will say no. If you ask again, then there will be a consequence. And you tell them what that consequence is. You put up clear boundaries so the kids know where they stand. Besides having a plan, we can also choose our thoughts. When the kids ask, can I have a snack? We can think, I'm prepared for this. From that thought, I'm prepared for this, we feel confident. And then we act confidently by implementing our plan. And our result is that we get where we wanted to go with the snacking. They eventually learn to stop asking for snacks all day long. They eat their carrots. They eat their snack at 10 and three. Okay, we've just made our own life a lot easier. And if we haven't made a plan yet, we can still choose to have a new thought. We can acknowledge that nothing has gone wrong and this is normal kid behavior. The circumstance is that the kids ask for a snack and you think the thought, kids ask for snacks, this is normal. It's no big deal. And this thought leaves you feeling calm. Then you're either going to give them a snack or not give them a snack, but you're no longer going to be blowing up. You're not going to be buffering. So then your result isn't going to be that disconnection. Your result is going to be that you haven't lost your cool and you still feel a lot of peace. They're still connected. I want you to get curious. What do you want to feel this summer? For the month of June, while you have three kids playing ball, how do you want to show up to that? When you go on vacation in July, how do you want to feel when you're packing? How do you want to feel when you're on vacation? How do you want to feel afterwards when you're settling back in? You'll find a sheet for this in your packet as well, identifying the three feelings you want to feel most this summer. 
then start looking at the circumstances that you usually do not notice those feelings in. For example, if you chose that you want to feel peace, joy, and contentness as your feelings, but every evening as you're getting the kids ready for bed, you notice, or sorry, getting the kids ready for baseball, you notice that you're frustrated, angry, and tired, then this is where your work is. Start looking at your thoughts around ball. Look at your routine and how you can take better care of yourself through the process. How can the you of the morning take care of the you in the evening? Can morning you put out all the clothes and get the dinner prepped so that evening you isn't scrambling so much? Can afternoon you find a few minutes to recharge in a way that's really life-giving for you so that evening you can be more rested and energized? It might feel silly thinking of yourself this way, but it is time to become your own best friend and your own best assistant. The Lord has given you all you need for an incredible life. Sometimes this means a little planning or thinking out of the box to make sure your days go smoothly. This doesn't mean perfectly, but it doesn't mean not making it harder on yourself. This is what we do in Beckend. Beckend is a monthly membership where we deep dive into these concepts. We learn to care for ourselves in a way that's life-giving and productive. Through group coaching and self-coaching, we learn how to manage our minds, feel our feelings, fall in love with the life we have, and show up intentionally as the mom we always wanted to be. The Summer Survival Guide has a lot of tools for you to use this summer. But the beautiful thing about mindset work, about working with me in Beckend, is that soon you find yourself moving out of survival mode and into a place of thriving. It is incredible to find yourself thriving after years of just getting by. This was my experience. I found this work, changed my thoughts, improved my marriage, became closer to the mom I wanted to be, lost 100 pounds, minimalized my home, started my own business, and for the first time, started to see myself the way that God has always seen me. Someone who is imperfect, but so very loved by him. This is what I want for you too. I don't want you to just know that you are loved by the Lord, but I want to f you to be able to feel it with every ounce of your being. My friends, with this work, we find that we have been thinking a lot of lies. By putting those lies down and picking up truth, we find ourselves being healed by the Holy Spirit. And this offers us an incredible freedom. This summer, I will be doing a summer challenge in Beckend. It's going to help you to jumpstart your journey. A link to join is in the show notes. If I offered you a magic pill or a supplement that would change your life, how much would you be willing to pay for it each month? With courses on weight loss, relationships, marriage, physical intimacy, time management, goals and dreams, healing our wounds, processing our pain, and so much more, this membership has the potential to change your life. And I hope that you'll prayerfully look into it. And if it's time for you to join, or maybe it's not time for you to join, either way, please download your workbook and get started. The Lord is calling you into a beautiful summer. It's yours for the taking, my friend. My name is Christy Horsch. Thank you so much for joining me. I cannot wait to hear from you. Please comment or reach out to me through my contact info that's in the show notes. When we start to use these tools, when we manage our minds, when we see ourselves as God sees us, then we can grow one step closer 
to living our lives worthy of the call we have received. God bless.